So Kai, tell me this. Yes. What is today's date? Today's date is January 23rd. And when this airs, what will that date be? It'll be January 24th. So that's a freaking month since Christmas fucking Eve. Uh-huh. You need to take your damn lights down. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what did I do? <laughs> you didn't do anything because I know you didn't put Are you seeing it in lights. your hood? Yes. It's uh, still lingering. Yes. Yeah. And it's time to take the Christmas lights down. <laughs> I'm over it, you guys. This is the gripe. Welcome back. This is Allison. This is Kai. And I just want to like talk about that a little bit uh-huh. more. Okay. So do you think that there's an appropriate amount of time to keep Christmas lights up? I'd say two weeks. That's it. After after um, after the new year, I'd say. Yeah, that's a little gracious. I think so. In my opinion. Yeah. Because, like, all right, so you have Christmas, and then a full week later, you have New Year's. Right. So that's one week. Correct. So it's three weeks total. And, okay, from... so I'm, I think two weeks. Okay. I think two weeks. I think the weekend after New Year's Day is a good time to take your lights down. Uh-huh. Like, it's so funny to me because I think in the... The weeks leading up to Christmas, like I love seeing the lights. It's so festive, <laughs> and um, I don't know. It makes people warm and fuzzy on the inside. And then you see two weeks later, and it's, you're soured by it. Well, it's just junky looking. <laughs> no. I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, those ice cold lights don't look fresh. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Everything is just sad, and it, I guess it's just like laziness I think <laughs> it's apathy that's the look of apathy having your lights still lingering around. I was complaining to Aaron about it and he said that he was trying to give people the benefit of the doubt like some people leave them up the whole month of January <laughs> but if that's too long that's a long time um, Charlotte's birthday is January 6th so I always my goal is to have everything taken down like by her birthday oh. So we can, like, separate Christmas mm-hmm, and birthday. Because mm-hmm. that's pretty close. That's close. Yeah. But she's lucky that it's far enough where she can actually celebrate her birthday. Separately. Separately than Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's a solid two weeks after Christmas. That was a consideration. Like, when I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> what, you want to change her, your bir- then her birthday? I was like, please <laughs> stay in there until after the New Year's. Because, like, two weeks, she could have come, you know, right around that is Christmas. True. And I just feel feel bad for those people because it seems like it's way too close to to christmas and you kind of get cheated you know i mean but if you know you're looking from the principal point of it's like oh i only need to buy her one gift oofta that's you know i dodged a bullet there but no (laughs) oh that's rude (laughs) that happens though it does happen and i feel sad for those folks (laughs) so guys if you still have your christmas lights up Freaking take them down. <laughs> Tomorrow, today, by the time you're listening to this, is January 24th. And if you think you're being like sneaky and just not turning your lights on, everybody can still see that you have your lights still up. <laughs> it's not hidden. Take that shit down. I think it was last year, March or April. Oh, no. There was um, a like beat up pink. Christmas tree, like a little <laughs> nuggety one. Yeah. That like someone's abandoned in like the, the garage. Like, I'm not gonna take care of this. Just someone else deal with it. Yeah, that's funny. Isn't that funny? And then so this year, my apartment building, they did a tree pickup for free two weeks after. Mm, the yeah. Year. Yeah. 
uh, the Boy Scouts, because you know we live in the burbs, uh-huh. the Boy Scouts will always do, like, they'll pick up your tree. Stop and it, right now. You have to give a donation. It's not free. Oh, I see. Yeah, but I mean, we'll happily, well. Well, well like, mm-hmm. wait, do they ask you for a specific amount? 20 bucks. Oh. Yeah. That's fair. To me, it's worth it. Otherwise, we're just like rednecks. In the past, we've just thrown our tree in the backyard and burnt it. Oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. They released a fragrance. Yeah. Uh-huh. What just about, burn what about it like, in the backyard. like wreaths and stuff? Do What do you do with those things? Put those in the yard waste bin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Compost it. Oh, I don't compost. Wait, what does that mean then? The f- we have a yard waste bin. So, like, when you mow your lawn, when you weed, you put everything in the yard waste bin. Oh, and then someone collects it. it. Yeah. I see, I see. Okay. Even though I have a compost bin, I don't know what I'm doing. I need to give it away on the next door app. You should know. You should, I'll, I'll, I'll show you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your um, man will like the like the fertilizer. Yeah. Enough you know, of the yard. Oh, I need to give a shout out to Aaron's new Instagram. Oh. <laughs> Even though he doesn't listen to the gripe. And that's one of my gripes. Aaron has started... A new Instagram that's public, everybody, for all of the, like, manly stuff that he does. Uh-huh. And it's called... Because his normal Instagram was not very manly at all. <laughs> <laughs> he's so crazy. I know. He's insane. His his new Instagram is called Edmanstagram. So, E-D-M-A-N. You can watch him fishing, catching crab. Going squidding. Mm-hmm. All the rehab stuff he's doing on our house. We talked to our best friends, Paul and Kate, this weekend. And they're like, I see you're rebuilding your house from the inside out. <laughs> that is what it feels like. Got um, the tile in. Got the stairs in. Yeah, yeah it's cute. Look good. We got um, a listener asked us to gripe about something on our Instagram she asked, and I agree, this is a good topic. Remind it's, refresh, um, refresh my drink. You know, like when you go to a coffee store or a coffee shop, rather, mm-hmm. or, you know, any small business, and they have the square where you swipe your card. Oh, yeah. And it automatically asks for gratuity. Yes. She wants us to talk about that, to expand on it. Okay. And... I think it's gripe-worthy. Uh-huh. So, because it could be, Because like, it pops up, and then it says $1, $2, $3. Or, like, 15%, 20%, 25% right. custom amount. And it kind of makes you feel like you have to tip. Right. Even if it's in an instance where you shouldn't tip. Or not shouldn't, because I guess you can always tip. Uh-huh. But I just feel like we're tip-crazy in this country. Well, that is true, but I'm so used to it, though. Aren't you? Yeah, I'm trying to think of an instance where... You don't necessarily need to tip. Like, I've seen it. I think it's like... If someone's just getting you, like, hot water or water, (laughs) don't tip. That's just weird to me. Or this is this controversial, like, when you're getting takeout, do you tip? If you ask a server, yes. Why? Because they have to wrap the stuff for you. Okay, put that shit in a bag. I know, no, but, like, I think, like, a pizza is different than, like, a bunch of Thai food. Because yeah. there's like a bunch of stuff you got to wrap up so it didn't spill out the cartons. Um, I so. I do tip in those instances, but it's not 20%. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe 10%. Right. Maybe less. Yeah. That is controversial, I will admit. Um, because, yeah, for takeout, I mean, I don't necessarily do... It's like a couple bucks. Three, if they're lucky. Probably two. <laughs> Depending on honest. how close payday is. <laughs> exactly. um, but what I find infuriating about infuriating. tips is, 
And this was more in San Diego because there were some restaurants that they included gratuity regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? We do that here too. We do now. But the thing is there, like if you had that kind of a job, they did not give a fuck. So they they would ignore yeah. you. We've chatted about you know this what I mean? before. Oh, we have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here, I don't, I, in Seattle, I feel like people are much more, they just want to be of service. Yeah. Which I appreciate. And I will. I'm trying to think of an instance. I remember there was somewhere that I was paying and it like was squared. It asked mm-hmm. for the tip. And I was like, but, but what I'm paying for does not deserve it. It might have been like somebody put my tires on or uh-huh. something of that nature. And I'm just like, wait, do I do a tip? No. But so what is... And it makes me... I feel guilty then. So the listener that wrote <gasps> I in... I know what it is. What? It's the trophy cupcakes. And okay. I just called them out. I don't know if I should. <laughs> like, do you leave a tip when somebody's just gotten you a cupcake? That made me feel like literally you just reached into the case yeah. and got me a cupcake. Right. That's so... Like, if you're Their going... Their cupcakes are delicious. <laughs> and they're my favorite. I say no. Yeah. That's just too easy. Like, if you're making me a coffee, yeah, I'm going to... Only with latte art. <laughs> <laughs> I want to leave that a heart. Um, yeah, if you're just getting me, like, uh, a scone or something, no, that's too... That's that doesn't. That's not tip-worthy. Yeah. I don't think... Correct me if I'm wrong, people, but... I know people probably got opinions about this. Yeah. In the news... Hey, do you see that Justin Timberlake is being dragged? Oh, Why? Because... He's got a new album coming out. I know. Um, so he's being dragged in the media because um, he wrote this thing, I think on, on Twitter or something. Um, let's see. His Twitter said... Uh, where is it? This is why we need an intern. <laughs> <laughs> Just edit this, this part. <laughs> okay. It says... Random question. Can someone please explain the saying, you just want your cake and eat it too? What else am I about to do with cake? And then Dylan Farrow, Mm -hmm. um, she clapped back and was like, the saying means, for example, you can't support hashtag times up and praise sexual predators at the same time. You can't retain your credibility as an activist, i.e. retain the cake, and at the same time, praise a sexual predator i.e. eating the cake. And she's uh, talking about, he starred in Woody Allen's movie last year. Who, Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake did. And um, he didn't talk about that at all um, in this conversation of, of Time's Up because he's, you know, wants to work with this director that's legendary, apparently. But, like, everybody's known that, has known that Woody Allen is a perv right. for, like, 20 years. Correct. And it's always boggled my mind that people still work with him and he's not ostracized. Right. But now it's like, is he even ostracized now? I mean, I think that there's still a bunch of people that will not work with him, but also there's people that will because they're separating the artist from the person. That is... That's the argument anyways. Yeah. But I think it's funny because Justin Timberlake has had this career where he... He's in hot water a lot. You know what I mean? But he always manages to like... To bounce back. Dance his way out you know of it. I mean? <laughs> Sing yeah. and dance his way out of it. He just has to go on Jimmy Fallon and everybody loves him again. That's what privilege looks like. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, so there's that. 
Um, yeah. Um, Pearl Jam made my day yesterday. Why? Because they they announced two shows at Safeco Field this <gasps> August. Oh. And they're donating a million dollars to homelessness in Seattle. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. August 8th and August 10th. I'll be at both. Both? Hell yeah. Are tickets on sale yet? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Do we know anybody that can help me get better seats? I think we know a lot of people. <laughs> we might. So I'm just going to put that out there to the universe. We're going to probably hit some people up yeah. for, for better seats. Um, guys, today we're talking about... Uh, um, about, you know, resolutions. I mean, look, it's January 23rd. Mm-hmm. There's like maybe a week left of January, right? Mm-hmm. Which means that you're probably failing at your resolutions. <laughs> you probably are, guys. You We're not going to lie. <laughs> you probably, I'm, I'm you sorry. probably have given up. <laughs> yeah. Get on back on the train. Getting that, that fitness train rolling for 2018, right? And so today we're going to talk about um, group fitness mm-hmm. and why we um, are not just the gripes around group fitness, um, which A, makes keeping a resolution probably impossible for you. Um, for all of us. <laughs> um, and, yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. I have such a long list. Do you? <laughs> um, my first... My first gripe is... Okay, so what's the normal time to, like, show up to a class? I usually get there 15 minutes ahead? 15 minutes is probably is my, is the goal for me. Like, I don't want to be, like, rushing in no, uh-uh. last minute. No. Like That makes have, me panicky. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. So, I usually get there a healthy amount of time before the class starts. So, like, put my clothes away, put, you know, my mm-hmm. keys, blah, blah, blah. Saunter into the classroom, get comfortable in my space. My gripe is when people are doing a pre-warm-up before the class <laughs> that's just as vigorous as what the class will be. Okay. <laughs> and then we get into the class and they're pooped. They've pooped themselves out. Uh-huh. And about halfway through the class, they can't do it anymore. Oh. And then they have to modify or, you know, sit down. So they blew their wad, like, yeah, they, in the first, even, like... In their own pre-warm-up. <laughs> yeah, right. In their own pre-warm-up. And here's the thing. Like, the teacher will take you through a warm-up if they're a good teacher, if they're worth their salt, as they say, mm-hmm. they'll take you through a good warm up that will get you into the class. So, what's the point of mm. the pre warm up warm up? Right. The pre pre. Mm-hmm. I think it's to me, and because I'm a cynic and a skeptic, I feel like it's show offy. Like, oh, look at me, guys. I know, but then, <sighs> okay, you're showing off, but then you have to like tap out. Yeah, and that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's <laughs> embarrassing for you. Right, only because you didn't utilize your, your time well. Yes. <laughs> you know? So, have you ever seen that, though? I'm trying to think. I I can't recall specifically, but I do feel you on the, the show-offiness of some people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, grabbing super heavy weights and, like, you know, just pumping it out. It's like, what for? And then they're, like, toasted. Yeah. Before, you know, by the time... Mm-hmm. You're actually supposed to be, like, in the meat of the workout. Yeah. They're done. <laughs> so, anyway, that's, that's my first one. So, let me just start by saying that I need group fitness classes more 
than I actually like them, right? Like, I'm not a super motivated person on my own. Like, I need someone to tell me what to do. Like, you know, and, you know, as no, I'm a teacher, a yoga teacher. And I, you know, I can teach myself my own class, and that works. But there's just something about having someone else tell me what to do that makes the physicality of it much more, you know, I don't know, strong, I guess, more challenging. Um, But I don't know. I hate group fitness classes because (laughs) I'm not really great at a lot of them. Um, And, like, when I think about sort of my number one horror story with group fitness classes, it was the the one and only time that I went to 24-hour fitness and I did a turbo kickboxing class. (laughs) Okay, it was... TBK. Is this in San Diego? It's in San Diego. Okay, I'm like, I know it's not in San Diego. (laughs) My friend Sherry convinced me to go to this thing. I was like, oh yeah, this sounds like fun. Sherry C? Sherry C, yeah. You know Sherry. Um, And so it was packed. I was like, okay, this is like a party. You know, people are here because they want to be here. There's something about this, obviously, right? But the first thing that I noticed was the music was kind of whack. Because music is so integral. It is, right? And here's the thing, like, normally it'd be great because it's like all Beyonce good music Mm -hmm. kind of a thing, but it wasn't Beyonce's voice. Someone was singing Uh, a Beyonce song because of, like, music rights. Got it. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So, like, you can tell it's not Beyonce. And I'm like, this, I don't like this. This is weird. I want the original song. Yeah. But, you know, you, you can't get it, obviously. Um... And, I mean, they took us with the combo, which I was like, could not keep up with it at all. (laughs) Because I I feel feel like there's certain, like, preset moves that people know, right? Yeah. And so they just kind of know what to do. And I'm like, I've never done this before. This is nuts. Um, It seems super ritualistic. (laughs) Like, they just know what they're doing. And so I did my best. But then, like, you know, I got I was tired at the end. That's fine. But that's when I learned about DOMS. Do you know what DOMS is? No. DOMS <laughs> is delayed onset muscle soreness. Oh, I do know what DOMS is. <laughs> Dude, two days later. You couldn't move. I could not move. <laughs> I, I had to call in sick. I was like, I cannot get out of bed. I am in so much pain. I cannot walk. I I couldn't do it. Every but muscle in my body I was like atrophied. That. You were swole. I was swole. Did so swole on, I was like in the hole. Did my you God. get online dating and be like, I'm looking for my swole mate. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I'm looking for my swole mate. <laughs> I'm going to steal that one. I kind of like that sore muscle feel. Not- Being sore is one thing, but like I felt like my body was an atrophy. Like I could not move. It was real. It was painful. That's funny. Yeah. So and I and I texted she I was like, what is happening to my body? It's like, oh it's doms. Oh doms. So casually. It's like doms. doms. Oh, okay, thanks, Sherry. Yeah. So um so that was crazy. It's like my craziest um group X failure. That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. No, I think that music to me is like half, maybe even sixty percent of the importance of the class. Yeah. Cause like if it's uh uh, you know, a fast-moving class or a high-intensity class, like, you have to have, like, a fast-paced, good clip music to go with it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that motivates me. 
I mean, and I'm super impressed by fitness teachers who, like, they do the RPM stuff. Like, they match beats, like, mm-hmm. one song to it. Like, that's impressive. Like, I am, that's too much effort. It's a me. lot of effort. It's a lot of effort. Yeah. I mean, so I'm good pretty on you. good at it. Are you? No. Stop it. No, I'm kind just, of good-ish. I mean, stop it right now. <laughs> You're just feeling the beat. You're not counting RPMs. No, I'm just feeling or the beat. Or BPMs, whatever beats no, per minute. Yeah, I don't do that. But yeah. I am good at counting on the beat. Okay. Oh, good for you. For reps. <laughs> for reps. That's awesome. Don't pee on my grass. Don't pee on my grass. <laughs> um, okay. My next one. And I used to be this person mm-hmm. that I'm going to talk about. Is when an instructor is leading you through something uh-huh. and a student can't do it uh-huh. and they have a mini temper tantrum like they're visibly oh, upset, upset and angry yeah that they can't do they're something. huffy they're huffy they uh-huh. they're like uh-huh. like move around maybe even they curse i've seen that oh, i've yeah. also oh no I've, I've also maybe mouthed a curse word like yeah. myself i've had that because i to used me. to do this yeah and i'm just like dude it's part of the process you're growing <laughs> but like couldn't they like do something else in lieu of the exercise. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just chose not to, you think? Or even if you, like, if you fall out of something. Like, oh. now I'm talking about yoga. So say you're in, like, oh, okay. dancer's pose or uh-huh. half man. And if you, I've seen, and I again, I've been this person, you fall out of it and you're, like, visibly frustrated. Shaken and frustrated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great. It's all good, people. Yeah, you know? it's all good. Yeah. Um, don't take that too seriously, people. It's just yoga, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my next one, it was a dance class that I took in Minneapolis. I was just craving a hip-hop class. And um, it was at a, it's, the place is really great, actually. It's called Xenon in downtown Minneapolis. And um, they have a dance company, and they have, like, adult drop-in classes. So I went to this one class, and... Um, Walked in, paid my drop-in fee, got into class, and like the teacher's like starting with like the warm-up, but he's not saying anything, he's just doing the stuff, which was fine, because like just head isolations and shoulder isolations. And then it progressively got more complicated, and I was like, am I just not catching on? Like, because everyone else was like with him, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, am I just a terrible learner, you know? And it was the same situation where I didn't realize, but they had been doing this combo for six weeks. Oh. And I was like, how come no one told me yeah. when I walked in? I mean, it was like a three-minute combo. That's and I was bad like, this is awesome. I'm just standing there because I could not figure out what to do, right? And so that song is over. And I went to grab myself because I, I like this is not right for me, yeah. obviously. Then you got called out. Got called out. Oh. <laughs> He's like, hey, where are you going? And I was like, like, I don't know the combo. Exactly. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that you guys like knew the combo and you've been working on it for a bunch of weeks. He's like, you should stay. I believe in you. And I was like, you better stop. We keep that right now. I believe in you. Stop it right now. I was pretty upset. And I got my money back. That's embarrassing. It was totally embarrassing. Yeah. I don't blame you. I believe in you. Believe in this fool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but... I mean, it, so many things went wrong. Because, like, you know, the person should have told me, oh, this is, like, an ongoing series class. Yeah. First and foremost. 
don't like set me up for failure by like having me go into this class. Well, I mean, the instructor should have mentioned it too. <laughs> right. Two people failed you on that. <laughs> exactly. And then don't call me out because <laughs> I'm three care of myself, right? Out. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that happened. Thanks, Xenon. I mean, they're actually a really great company, um, but that was like a one a bad experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, here's one. Okay, so you mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, like, we need group fitness classes more than they need us. Like, it's about going and being in a class together, being led by somebody. There is, like, that energy about being with other people. A group-minded energy. Yes. And, like, having somebody tell you what to do is just way more uh, inspiring, I guess, Mm -hmm. than, like, doing it on your own. Right. However. (laughs) What? I don't want to, like, get to know my neighbor. Um, I don't want to high-five them. Right. I don't want to woo. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I know people, and this is my not myself included, because I haven't personally, like, left a class, but I know someone that is coming to mind right now that has not gone back to a class because the instructor made, made them, them woo. Woo! Uh-huh. woo! <laughs> yeah! Ooh! So you're like, oh! <laughs> you just hurt our listeners' ears. That was so loud. <laughs> like, don't ask people to woo. Like, I don't think that... I think that if you're in a class where, I don't know, energy is high, that might come naturally. Right. But, like, if you're trying to force it... If you're it, trying to make it happen, it's like making fat happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's inauthentic. Yes, exactly. Like, one time I was in the class, and the teacher was, like, running around the classroom, and somebody looked at me and was like, are they okay? And it was... Because it was just not. <laughs> it was just not. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> So that's a major gripe of mine. Yeah. Is like that forced, like, high five your neighbor, like yeah. that forced involvement. Right. Because it feels just fakey. Yes. Yeah. Fakey. And I think that, like, in Seattle, especially, like, go back to episode freaking five, I don't know, where we talk about the Seattle freeze. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody likes to stay in their, their little bubble. bubble. Yeah. And so doing that, like, with a bunch of tech, Minded people, like they're just not into it, uh-huh. man. Yeah, yeah, and people will, will like it if it's a good class. Like, yes. don't force the the you know the cheeriness. You yeah, know? if people like it, they'll come back, and if they don't, don't make them woe. So <laughs> it's terrible. One time, this is from my perspective as a teacher, and y'all know I teach yoga school classes here in Seattle. Somebody came in to like audit, not audit my class, but just what is it? Check in with it. What? No, they were like in training. Oh. So they were. They were observing you. Observing you. Uh huh. And as an observer, you're already kind of like in the back of the class, like watching. They wooed. Oh no, man. (laughs) They weren't even (laughs) taking They weren't even taking the class. Was. Okay, were they, they were watching you. Yeah. Okay, now was the class wooing? Nope. Oh, hell no. <laughs> and I would just talk over her because, like, I'm not a wooer. That is not my personality. That's I know this ridiculous. is shocking to people that I don't woo. Yeah. But I would be like, and inhale, like, over the person. Oh, my God. I want to be like, fuck, no. I was so mad. I'm embarrassed for them, And, actually. of course, I didn't give that feedback. I'm just talking about it on my <laughs> Don't woo my class, especially if the class isn't wooing. Uh-uh. Um, all right, so my next gripe has to do with yoga classes. 
And I've been doing the yoga thing for several years, so I've got a pretty good idea of what students find gripe-worthy. Um, and the first one, which is kind of funny to me, is farting. So farting is odd because um, I have a terrible sense of smell, so I can't smell yeah. very well. So yeah. it doesn't find its way to me. <laughs> um, so there's that part of it. But then also, I, I learned this from a guy in San Diego that would take my class pretty regularly. And um, he would often leave class, come back. And I found out that he didn't have a small bladder, but he had to leave because nothing made him fart more than being in downward facing dog pose. So and I was like, wait, what? How did okay. this come up? You I, were just like, why do you keep leaving? I did ask him once. Yeah. Not, I was just, cause I was just, I was curious. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, I just, because every time I'm a down dog, it makes me have to fart. It's like, what? a lot of down dogs. Um, so that to me was pretty funny. Um, and eye opening. I feel like there has to be another solution though. Like, because leaving the class that much, you're not going to be getting the benefit of the class. He's missing things. Well, yeah. I mean, it was quick. He's like 30 seconds in and out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Does he just position himself by the door? I think he, when he could, he did. But um, yeah, it was random. <laughs> so you've never, have you ever been bothered by somebody passing gas? No, never in class. I have. Especially, like, in the hot room. That's when it's just Ew. too much. Because, <laughs> like, most of the time, that's where I am, is in a hot room. Uh-huh. And, I mean, yeah. It's unpleasant. Yeah. But, it, I mean, what can you but is do? It, do you find that it happens pretty regularly in your yeah. classes? Wow. I know. Yeah. There's been times where I've thought about just, like, walking around and spraying. Oh, my God. Are you serious? But I've never done it. <laughs> Um, and then my next yoga gripe has to do with cold teachers. For instance, I went to Chicago once. I went to take a class, and um, I was kind of early, um, you know, 20 minutes early, because it's my first time there. And I'm sitting in the lobby just waiting, and there was a woman on the phone, like, you know, like texting someone. And she'd look up every once in a while and, like, kind of give me a scowl. For no reason, I was like, I'm, I'm confused of what's going on here. And um, I went on for like 10 minutes, and then I went into the studio just to like get away from it. And when class started, she walked in, and she was like, hi, I'm your teacher for the day. And you're like, what? I was like, what? Like, like, she didn't say hello, she didn't smile before, and then she came on with this namaste air. And I was like, this is weird. Aww. Yeah, so it kind of um, messied the class for me, Yeah, you know? So... There's that. Um, another one is not sharing space when it's crowded oh. and people won't move for someone else. Yeah, get over yourself. Yeah, it's so awkward too. Yeah. Because then I've got to be. Because then you have to say something. Yeah, which I do. Like, um, y'all need to move over. We got five more people coming in. Um, what about the doing your own thing thing? That's on my list. Is it? Um, so, yeah, that one's hard because, like, I feel it's from maybe other instructors. Usually? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Other instructors will come in and take the class, and then they'll they'll do their own thing. Right. Now, I think there's some caveats around it that are okay. Like, if you're in the back back row. Inconspicuous. Back corner. Yeah. And you are 
you know, comfortable with whatever you're doing and you're going to kind of do your own thing. I'm still not like a huge fan of it. And we're talking about doing extra stuff, not because you're nursing an injury. Right. Right. Yeah. Not modifying because like, oh, that doesn't work for me. It's they're doing like extra stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Things that are like maybe more challenging. Right. Or I mean, even just like off of the, the pace of the class, like my example of this is having people that are like my class is not slow. This is speaking from my experience as an instructor. Like mm-hmm. it's fast paced class. You like get to the weights, you get to the cardio. And I've had other instructors take my class and they're like kind of doing a, a flow vinyasa class. Oh. And I'm like, why are you in here? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, cause right. t- it's distracting for me as a teacher sure. because I'm going to try to like teach to, to all levels. Mm-hmm. And if I have somebody that's like three breaths behind me, that's like the only thing I can look at. Yeah. I was taking a yoga class once and a guy literally brought in his own weights and then during class he did a wall sit stop with and started doing bicep curls no oh yeah it was like what is going on here it was the weirdest did you talk to him after it wasn't my class I just went to take it oh you were in it yeah 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 that's awkward it was weird that's awkward somebody should have said something (laughs) I don't know if they did it was yeah Um, I've never had anything like that happen before. (laughs) Um, that's, that's a hard one. Um, and then my last sort of yoga gripe is if you've taken a picture of me in Shavasana, you're dead to me. Oh, really? People do that? People do that all the time. time. I think that's so rude. You know what I mean? I think people do it because they want to show how many people are in their class. Oh, that's bullshit. (laughs) That's the, that's a a terrible excuse. You know? Yeah. Unless you've asked me, I'm going to say no, regardless. I don't want to take my, my picture taken yeah. for your yoga class. I don't think people ask. I think That's they not okay. Take a post. Yeah, don't do that. That's terrible. And I would never go back to your class if you took a picture of me without asking. I would love to hear teachers say why they did Tell me that. why you did it. Mm-hmm. I think it's to show how many people are in their class. But that, I mean, and that's it's under the so guise of, oh, oh my God, look at uh, how peaceful <laughs> they are. No. Yeah. It's totally under that guise. That is a personal assault on me <laughs> if that's ever done. But I, I've seen those pictures. That's why it kind of upsets me. Yeah. That you like ask every single person before class, hey guys, I'm going to take a picture in Shavasana. And post it on my Instagram. Probably By the way, follow me. Not. At. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that kind of is a good segue into this one, my next one, because I feel like there is there's a tough line to toe when you're an instructor mm-hmm. between like being confident and then not having an ego. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like there's it's a line that you have to walk because like probably for the first six to eight months that I was teaching, I was not confident. And I feel like people could feel that in my class. Mm. Um, So then working up your way to feeling more confident, but then like not being too overly egocentric about teaching. Okay. And where this is going. What's the distinction? Where is having people, teachers, be upset when folks don't take their class and calling them out. Oh, you went to my class kind of thing? Yeah. Oh. 
And I've even seen it, people do it on social media, on the social means. People will tag names <gasps> of students and be like, why aren't you taking my class? Oh my goodness. That was ugly. That's kind of ugly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, whoa, buddy. Ew. Yeah, check yourself. <laughs> why are you teaching? Is it to have like all of your regulars take your class? Uh-huh. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sit well with me. Um, so I was, I took a class, it was like a body pump class mm-hmm. in Hong Kong. Fun. Um, You're so well traveled. I went with my sister-in-law <laughs> and, um, like I knew I was like a fish out of water, right? But I was like, I'm going to go and have fun and do my own, you know, I'm going to, um, customize it for myself. <clears throat> and, um, so went in, grabbed my own weights and, you know, I'm feeling it. Not super heavy weights, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. And then the the trainer came up to me and he's like, you know, looking at my form. He's like, yeah, really good form. But yeah, you can definitely pick up more weights, pick up heavier weights. And I was like, no, I'm barely holding on right so now. you don't like that. Because I'll, I'll challenge people that I know can do more. But I... I I knew I couldn't do more. But also, he didn't know he you. He didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know you. <laughs> I was like, I'm You're in dying Hong Kong. You're in another inside. country. You're um, in another continent. I mean, I appreciate the fact that he thought I, I should and could, but I was like holding on for dear life. You You're know? like, I already had one experience with doms. <laughs> I don't want another experience with doms. Oh, but I think I experienced doms, though, <laughs> that time, too. Yeah. That time, and then I took a, a yoga class, and I was like, I have no arms. <laughs> this is so heavy. My down dog is so heavy right now. I'm going to collapse over. Um, but yeah, I mean, I appreciate the encouragement, but I'm not there yet mm. with a lot of stuff. You're funny. <laughs> Your sister-in-law, how'd she handle it? Oh, she. I mean, she was going to that class like twice a week. Oh, so, so she was She like, loved it. Yeah. Her you had the three-pound weights. It's all my... I think it was weights. two. I think I was doing the two-pound weights. I'm just yeah. playing with you. <laughs> um, this is my last one. So, when the instructor constantly looks at themselves in the mirror, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not into it. You should be looking at your students, instructor. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, I've seen mostly in, like, bar classes, Uh because, like, there's all of the mirrors, Uh all of the walls are mirrored. And there's, like, an even space between the people. Like, in yoga classes, I honestly, like, haven't noticed it as much. But in bar classes, I think when you're looking at the instructor or whatever, and they're just like standing up, tucking their belly in, looking at their outfit, looking at themselves, looking at their hair. I'm just like, you are so not present mm-hmm. to this class right now. Right. That's what it mostly like signifies to me. Yeah. It's just a lack of what's going on in the class. Right. And being more concerned with how you look. Mm-hmm. You've got to be competent. And capable and paying attention. And attentive. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to a class where there's like a front row squad? Yes. And? I'm just like, what's? I mean, what's the point? <laughs> it's intimidating, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's a place in Minneapolis called the Firm. Yeah, I've heard of that. They are like royalty with group X classes, group fitness classes. I mean, they are well known. I used to do the firm like workout videos. Mm. They're, they're legit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, a lot of those classes, there's people that have the front row 
and that's their place. And you have to sort of make it, you're like, work your way up to it. But like... That is so bizarre. I mean, it's so bizarre. It's weird and scary. But like, there's a part of me that's like, okay, yeah, you deserve that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to be in the back, but you do you. (laughs) I just... I don't think you should have an attachment to your place in the classroom. Yeah. You need to examine that a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they're not going to. They've been doing it for years. <laughs> it's it's their, their royal place up yeah. front. I've seen people throw timber tantrums oh, really? when their place is taken. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude. It's just a space. It's just a space. Um, but it's those people that also will do the, um, the sweat spray on the mirrors. I don't know that. Don't you know, know what I mean? Is. Like, yes, you do. You look at mirrors, and there's, like, sweat splatter. Yeah. Oh, you, that's not gross to you? Oh. Have you not seen it? You've yeah. seen it. Yeah, I've seen I it. I think it's so gross. Um, clean that stuff, you guys. I mean, have you, I mean, I've been in classes where it's been caked on, so you know it's been seen for hours. <laughs> and it's like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Clean it. There's a place called Barry's Boot Camp that they're awesome. They clean after every workout. It's super clean. It's brutal. The workout is... I've never done it. Uh, you might like it. I think I would. I hated it. <laughs> My friend Jenny was a trainer there, and she kills it. Um, but it is a really brutal workout. But they know their stuff. They clean their equipment, the mirrors, every single time. Um, there was a uh, personal training gym that I went to um, to check out. And it was, um, it seemed fine. Like, it smelled kind of funky, but it's like, all right, people are working out. What a, it's not a big deal. But then I looked over at the cubbies, and there were these Tupperwares, like, with molding food. Ew. And, like, with fruit flies. Ew. And I was like, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> it was <laughs> so gross. Um, and I didn't go back. Yeah, you got to have a clean place. You have a, It's got to be clean. Yeah. So... To sum it up, sum it up. Let's do what we need for group fitness classes to be on point, right? Students have to know what's going on. You know, you've got to set them up for success. Mm-hmm. Yep. Students have to be able to work at their own level. Yeah. Right. I'm agreeing with all of these. The facilities have to be clean. clean. Mm-hmm. Please, please, no please. No black mold in the showers, please. And come on, the instructor's got to be present, present, capable, friendly. It's not that hard, is it? For all those things to happen? No. <laughs> that seems like a really... It seems... That sounds reasonable. Attainable list. Yeah. That's very attainable. <laughs> but just know, guys, everybody needs group fitness. We are certainly not hating on it. No, no, I no. I love no. it. I need it. Yes. I love it. I need it. I crave it. Endorphins. High intensity <laughs> intervals. So Resolutions. Get your, so get your butt back in there, y'all. <laughs> get your butts back in there. Well, you know you want it. You know you want it. Oh. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Gripe. Yeah, so hit us up on Instagram at The Gripe Podcast. Send us an email at thegripepodcast at gmail.com. Keep on reading The Goldfinch. Kai's already finished it. I finished it, you guys. And now I have this weird competition that I need to like read fast. And <laughs> no. I'm like, I still have a month. <laughs> it's a whole month. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you next time. <gasps> Bye. Bye.